Hey ladies, what's going on? Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Resilience is my beauty. I'm yours truly, Tawanta J. How are you all doing? You know what's up. Come on in, my beautiful sisters. Come on in, come on in. I know you had a long day. I know you did, girl. Just go ahead and unwind. Go ahead and uh, take your coat off, take off your shoes. Go ahead in that beautiful kitchen, girl, and grab you something to drink. And just come on and sit down, honey, and just go ahead and inhale. Take a deep breath with me. Come on, one, two, three. Now exhale. Come on in the room, girl. Come on in the room. How you doing? What is going on, my beautiful resilient sisters? How are you? Happy Mother's Day to you. And I said it right. Happy Mother's Day to you. It's not belated. I know Mother's Day was Sunday, but every day, every day is Mother's Day, right? So how was your Mother's Day weekend, guys? I hope you all had a phenomenal, memorable Mother's Day, right? My Mother's Day was pretty much laid back. Really, a whole lot wasn't going on. As a matter of fact, I have to say this, I did participate in a Mother's Day uh, presentation. Um, You know, um, my youngest daughter is part of the dance ministry at our church. And of course, the dance um, instructor had asked me and this she asked me this maybe like two or three months ago, what you know, if I would be interested to participate, you know, um, doing a Mother's Day dance with my daughter. And I said, sure, not a problem. And so of course, that's what, you know, um, that's what we were doing behind the scenes, you know, going to rehearsals and all those things. And, you know, and Sunday was the final, it was the, it was the presentation. It was the moment. And let me tell you something, y'all, that was such a sweet, tearful experience. I didn't cry. Thank God, you know, cause I lost my mom 17 years ago, but It still was a moment where you just could not help but shed a couple of tears to two or three or four, (laughs) right? Uh, And it was absolutely beautiful. And we danced off the song, uh, A Song for Mama by Boys to Men. Oh my goodness. And if any of you are, are fans of Boys to Men, you are familiar with that song, right? That song came out a while back and it's still a beautiful song to this day. It's as if they they had just recorded that song, right? It's just an ageless song. So that's what we danced off to. And it was absolutely beautiful, 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 beautiful. I tried to post the video live or post a video, you know, on my Facebook page, but unfortunately, you know, Facebook is being very, very strict and all those things now with the, you know, with laws and the copyright and all those things like that. So they basically muted the video. You know, you can actually see us dancing, but you don't hear the music, of course. And so, you know, I was kind of irritated by that because I'm like, what's the point having this video up here? Nobody can really enjoy the whole presentation, <laughs> you know? So, you know, I since have already deleted the video because I just didn't see the point but you know I did come on live to, to explain the you know explain the video and all of that just in case of those who did watch it and they just didn't hear the music and all of that but my mother's day overall was a beautiful beautiful memorable one memorable one and as I said before I've lost my mom 17 years ago 
two months after my oldest daughter was born. Um, and so, you know, God has helped me through the years to really become stronger, you know, and, um, to, you know, and not, you know, be where I used to be, you know, really missing her and don't get it twisted. I miss my mom. Don't get it wrong, but you know, I'm not, where I was, you know, at the early stages of her passing, you know, just grieving and just, you know, really feeling horrible and all those things, especially when Mother's Day arrived, you know, me being a mom, you know, I just wasn't really appreciating that. I was more, you know, really crying out for my mama. You know what I mean? If anybody can relate to that, you know, just say hallelujah. (laughs) Right. But, you know, I I see the growth, you know, I see that, that God has truly has helped me through that. Oh, but don't get a twist. As I said before, there are times, yes, there are times (laughs) where I have those moments, those episodes, you know, especially if I'm going through something and I definitely need my mom's input on something, you know, and she's not there physically to, that I could just vent to and all of that, you know, then, yeah, I get overwhelmed and I'll just, you know, let, let the tears fall where they may, um, you know, and, you know, and I just keep moving, you know, because I know my mom will want me to do, to keep going because I have these girls to take care of and to raise and all of those things. And so, you know, but it was a beautiful experience and they had actually surprised me they they surprised me where they had posted um a image of my mom and I on my wedding day um um from my facebook page and that was a surprise you know and you know it was it wasn't um they didn't keep it up there long enough for me to truly um you know really absorb that image you know and the surprise i would say uh i just saw a glimpse of it before they you know um moved to the next image and I was already almost choked up anyway, close to it, because at the twist at twist in the dance, you know, um, the, the daughters, you know, uh, they came back around and they presented us with, you know, roses, and you know that was just the sweetest ending right there. Uh, so you know, I was already, you know, trying to just keep my composure, <laughs> you know, and not let the not let the river flow, <laughs> um. You know, but it was it was absolutely beautiful. That I mean, like I said, I'm I'm I was blessed and grateful just to see another's Mother's Day. But if I had to pick out anything, that would that event, that presentation would have been the highlight of my Mother's Day, right? Uh, but I hope that you ladies really had a special Mom's Day. You know, those of you who are moms yourself, thank God for that, right? Thank God for your children and your family and your spouse, for those of you who are married or what have you, that I pray that they truly spoil you the way you deserve to be spoiled and, you know, and lavished you with a lot of love and, you know, attention and all those great things and even some gifts too. Come on now, come on, (laughs) you know, Um, but even with that being said, just, you know, we're just very grateful just to see another Mother's Day, you know what I'm saying? Because yes, there are some of us sisters like myself that don't have their moms anymore. So Mother's Day is a bittersweet kind of experience for a lot of us who have lost their moms and especially for some of us who are not parents ourselves, who are not moms ourselves. We don't have kids biologically and all of that. And yes, we lost our, you know, lost our mom and all of that. So yeah, you know, it's it's a it's a day that a lot of people just really don't want to you know, they don't want to deal with it because it's just too many painful memories. And I get it. I completely get that. But let me tell you something. Don't allow those, um, don't allow that painful memory, the memory of her 
passing, you know, um, you know, consume, you know, the memories of, of, you know, joy of what you guys did together. That was fun. That was, you know, memorable. That was, you know, life changing. It was cheritable. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, I get that, you know, it hurts to lose your mom in that, in that manner and what have you. Um, but appreciate, you know, the good times, you know, God allowed her to be here on this earth for that short period length of time. And the time that, that she was there, you both had created memories together that, you know, that you can carry on, you know, and, and treasure for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that's something that we, you know, that I had to start learning how to do. I had to start you know, remembering all of the things that we did together as a mom and as a daughter. And I'm the only child. So, you know, all the attention was all on me. <laughs> you know, yes, I'm spoiled, but it's not spoiled rotten. It was just spoiled with grace. Okay. That's the thing. Was spoiled with grace. That's the bottom line because it was by God's grace and mercy that, you know, um, that my mom was able to do the things that, you know, you know, that she could do and that she, you know, something she wasn't even able to do, you know, it was through other resources of people that was in our lives during that season that also blessed my mom, you know, and in return had blessed me as well. So, you know, just appreciate the, the memories of what your mom, you know, put out there, what she left behind. And I'm pretty sure your mom, if, especially if you had a great relationship with each other, I'm pretty sure that your mom would want that want you to do that, you know, just treasure the moments, treasure those days when y'all had those silly days, you had those, you know, you had that mom daughter talk days, you know, and, you know, and just, just think back of those conversations that was heartfelt. And even though you probably was being stubborn and all those things like that, and you didn't want to listen to a mama, to your mama, but you know, you were listening and <laughs> you were, you were paying attention. You were acting all tough and stubborn, but you know, you know, here it is years later, you, you remember those conversations and you're like, wow, mama, you were right. Yeah, mama, you, you know, this, this is, this is exactly what you said it was going to be like for me and this, that, or whatever, you know, but I, again, I just hope that, you know, you guys enjoyed yourself this weekend. But as I said, every day is mother's day. There's no belated mother's day at all. You know, um, as long as you're living and breathing and you are surviving and thriving, baby girl, every day is mother's day. You know what I'm saying? So Listen, I know I did not come on last week. I am so sorry. I keeping I'm keeping it real. You guys know how transparent I am. Listen, I completely forgot. <laughs> I did, y'all. I I got so caught off guard with so much going on the last Tuesday. Man, oh man. I just got caught off guard with a lot of stuff because of course, last week was the week my youngest daughter was preparing for her eighth grade concert and all of those things. And, you know, I'm just keeping tabs on that. You know, my oldest daughter, you know, she got accepted to two additional colleges, um, universities um, and all of that. So that's like about 10 altogether, you know. And so, you know, it, it's just been a lot been going on, you know, not just with them, but even with me myself, because I'm going through a journey myself. And, you know, God is just, you know, really, he's, he's putting me through some things, you hear me? And it's not to the point that it's like, so like, scary, but it's for a purpose and a reason. As I said a while back that, you know, I have made a decision to do something that, you know, God has, you know, been, you know, he's brought to my attention, I would say. And, and I'm, 
you know, I humbly accepted and, you know, now I'm going through this journey and this journey is, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's enlightened me in a lot of ways, <laughs> you know, and it's, uh, teaching me some things, you know, sometimes you just got to eat that humble pie and sit at your humble seat and, you know, and just like, okay, God, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. Right. Um, but yeah, guys, I forgot. And then also, and I keep it real too. Also, I just, wasn't quite sure what to bring to you, you know, what to feed to you. You know what I'm saying? I just didn't want to come on anyway and just talk, just mumble jumble stuff. I really wanted to come on and have something that was impactful, something that was life changing, something that truly would bless you and help you to, you know, you know, be active on your end you know, help you to make those hard decisions or, you know, help you, you know, move forward to the next, um, to the next destination in your life or whatever, because we all are experiencing some things. We all are, you know, uh, dealing with some things and sometimes we get stuck. Sometimes we, you know, ponder a little bit too long and we're not sure what to do. We're not sure how to do it and all those things. And sometimes when you come across, you know, um, a podcast or you come across some, um, you know, positive, um, you know, show or whatever it is, you hear some words from that individual and it's like, they immediately, you know, they just, attracted you, you know, you just like, what is, what did they, what did they just say? You know, it's like, wow, that's so ironic because I'm thinking that same thing or I'm experiencing the same situation. And this person just blessed me with her, with her story or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And so I just didn't think it was, you know, um, I didn't think it was good enough for me just to come on last week and just come on just to say anything. I don't want to do that. You know, when I come on here, I come on here for a purpose. I come here for, for a reason. And that is to encourage, inspire, you know, enlighten, motivate, you know, all of those things, you know, because I have to remind us women, you know, that we are resilient. We are resilient, beautiful, powerful, strong women. And, you know, we are facing with so much out here every single day. We don't know the hardships. We don't know what's going on in everybody's life. We really, really don't know. We get so caught off guard by the presentation, you know, as far as their presence, you know, their appearance and their lifestyle and all those things. But behind all of the glitz and the glam and the and the makeup and the hairstyle and all of that stuff, there's a lot of pain going on in a lot of individuals' lives, a lot of women's lives. There's a lot of hardships, a lot of heartbreaks and all of those things. And you know, sometimes we get so lost in the sauce, we fail to realize that we are strong, that we give ourselves credit. You know, we think that this is the end, that this is just this is too difficult, this is too hard. But if you really look back over your life, right, you under you realize like, wow, I didn't think I was I, I didn't think I could survive that divorce or survive that 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 you know um that death or whatever the case, you know? Um, and you realize like, wow, I am a strong woman. I came back from this pain. It was a brutal situation. It was a hard divorce or whatever, but I survived it. I made it. And, and, you know, and if I can survive that, if I can survive this or whatever, I can definitely survive what I'm going through right now. Right. So, you know, for me, I don't take this podcast. I don't take this platform lightly. Um, you know, I have a voice and, you know, and I'm, and believe it or not, I'm a very introverted type of person. I'm to myself. 
And there's nothing wrong with that. Because I know a lot of you who are listening to me, you are just like me. You're quiet. You're in your own zone and all of those things. Not saying that you, you know, shy away from people. Some of you probably do that. But, you know, by nature, that's just how you are. And it's okay to be introverted and all of those things. But when God has a, has a calling on your life, he's ready for you not to be silent anymore. It's time to vocalize your power. It's time to take action and whatever gifts and whatever uh, calling that God has for you in, in your life, it is time to activate. It's time to make a sound. It's time to make noise. So the platforms that is out here, you know, technology is so advanced right now, guys. There's no rhyme or reason why we cannot utilize the platform and, you know, showcase our power. You know, it's, it's, it's to be utilized, you know, to bless people, to serve people, you know, and to motivate people, whether it's through podcasts, whether it's, you know, through, um, you know, um, education or whether it's through medicine, whether it's through, you know, politics or whatever it is, whatever God has given you, you know, that calling, you know, take advantage of it by using the platform that is, you know, that is available to us, right. For us. And so today I come on, you know, and, um, because I have something in my heart and, I am totally, you know, excited about what this is, how this is going to, how this is going to, uh, come together. Um, and, and this is really, I think I'm believing that this is going to help women to start looking at their life in a whole different perspective, right? Um, because, you know, we continue to look at our problems, our struggles, you know, um, our weaknesses and all of those things. And that gets us so caught off guard. It gets us so lost in our drama that we fail to realize that there is greatness. There's power, there's, there's, you know, there's greatness in us. There's power in us and that we have more than enough to really, you know, dominate and to win and to survive and all those things, right. And to shine, right. And so I am, you know, calling this, uh, I'm calling this event learning you. I'm, I said event, sorry. I'm calling this episode learning you one-on-one learning you learning you one-on-one. So basically guys, this is going to be a four part, uh, class if that makes sense. It's going to be a four part class and the subject is you. (laughs) That's why it's called learning you one-on-one. And you know, so, uh, each week it's going to be a different topic, a different subtopic, I would say. And this is to really, you know, analyze you yourself, because when was the last time you actually took the time out to learn you? When was the last time you actually took that time to say, you know what, I I need to, you know, really listen to myself, listen to my heart because, you know, we get so distracted over what we're dealing with right now. We are so overwhelmed with a lot of things that we don't take the time out to learn about who we are. You know, um, we only look at our mess or the mess, the mess that is going on in our life. We are, we only looking at the pain, you know, we only focusing on the hardships, the, the disappointments and, and, you know, uh, the regrets and, you know, all those things. And we are missing, 
you know, we're missing the point. We're missing the growth of who we are and all those things, right? We're missing the changes, you know, the of our attitudes and all of that. Some of us probably are at, are at that position in their life where they are noticing some things about themselves, where they're not as aggressive as they used to be. They're not as, uh, you know, um, you know, um, easily offended as they once were or whatever. They are noticing some things. And I, I applaud you, my beautiful sisters, that, you know, you are, you are seeing the changes right now. And I, totally am 100% supporting you to keep going and to not give up, right? Because when you make that decision in your life that you are ready to, you know, um, journey in a different path, you know, that path of righteousness, if you will, that path that's, that, that is all about elevation, that path that is good, you know, that's all about being positive and in life changing, guess what? The enemy is going to start coming in and causing all kinds of distractions. That's the key word distraction. He's going to cause a lot of, uh, this, you know, um, a lot of heartache, a lot of confusion, you know, all those things in your life, because you have made up in your mind, you have made a decision that you are ready to walk that path that God has already assigned and created just for you. Right. But then most of us, we're still, you know, kind of discombobulated. We're still a little bit, you know, uh, off centered, you know, we're, you know, we're still, you know, not leveled in, in, in our, in our, uh, emotions and, and whatnot. And, you know, we just lost, we feel like there's no hope. We feel like, you know, this would never happen. This would never, you know, like this would never change. You know, I will always be where I am. I'm always going to live paycheck to paycheck. I'm always going to be dependent on my husband. I'm always going to, you know, this, that, or whatever. And yeah, I'm telling you ladies, this is not how it's going. It should be, you know? Um, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about learning you, learning the, the woman in you, right? Um, because I know there's so many of us, we're still, you know, eating up the tox, the toxic behavior of, you know, relationships, uh, um, verbal conversations and, you know, the things that our people, our people said about you, um, your family said about you, your spouse said about you, or even how you say about yourself or what you think about yourself. And you constantly are meditating on that behavior, on those words and those actions. And as a matter of fact, you know, your actions are just speaking way louder than what's coming out of your mouth. You know, you say that you want to do better. You say that, you know, you, you need help or you need support, or, you know, you're trying to make a change, but yet your actions is totally contradicting, you know, and, um, you see that it's a, it's, it's not, you see that you're falling down, you're falling deeper and deeper in that, in that hole, if that makes sense. Right. But let me tell you, ladies, if you have lived, you know, I mean, lived a long life and you haven't, you have experienced so much you are still here. That right there alone should tell you that God ain't through with you yet. You know what I'm saying? He ain't through with you yet because we sometimes question God. We're like, God, I'm still here. Why am I still here? Why am I still dealing with this? Why is this happening? Well, you know, why, what am I here for? <laughs> you know, what is my purpose? You know? And, um, because we get so frustrated with 
the issues that is occurring in our lives right now. And we just can't quite think clearly because of all of the mess that we're dealing with, you know, every day. Um, so that's why we say these things, why we ask these questions, but you know, he's not done with you yet. He's fully aware of what is going on in your life. Sometimes we totally get so naive and think that God doesn't have a clue, <laughs> you know, what's going on currently in our lives. But he already knew what was going on in your life or what was going to take place in your life before you were even born, right? Before he even created you, right? Even before he created your mother to have you. Come on through now. He already knew, Right? But God also knows what he has put in you that you can overcome those issues, that you can overcome that, 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 you know, that demonic issue or what that toxic relationship. He has already in, implemented the power in you to stomp on that, to, to stomp on the devil and to tell him to get thee behind you, right? He's given you power. Um, but you know, as I said, we are so deep and so wrapped up in our emotions and our struggles and all of that, that, you know, we are listening to those issues versing, you know, verse listening to what God has already said, who we are and who we are and who we belong to right? Learning you ladies, I think is something that we definitely need to spend some time on. We need to just take the minute that God allows us to have each day and just, you know, learn about yourself, your mindset. Where's your mindset now? Was it like that? Was your mindset like that 20 years ago? I guarantee no, it wasn't, right? Was your attitude, you know, like that 20 years ago, like it is now? I guarantee you, it was not, right? For the majority of you, you probably were in your teens, right? Or if not a child or, you know, in your early 20s. And, you know, you had dreams, you had goals, you know, you, you wanted to break, you know, wanted to break some records. You want to be the first to graduate from college in your family. You want to be the first to graduate from high school from your family. You want to be that first doctor. You want to be the first person to, you know, make, you know, break millions in your, in, 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 you know, and be successful and all those things. And for some, it may have happened for, for most, it did not because of life experience where you fell in love, you, you got married and the marriage failed and, um, you know, you left with kids or, you know, you dropped out of high school or you didn't finish college or, you know, you got in drugs or, you know, you, you, you were promiscuous or you, you know, you didn't go to church, you know, you fell out of that. You didn't want to be bought, you know, all of these things. And now all of that, you, you know, you carrying that weight, you carrying the weight and your mindset you know, it's shifted based on these experiences, right? You know what I'm saying? Because once upon a time, you had dreams, you had goals, you wanted to pursue, you wanted to be the, the CEO, you want to have your own company and all of that, right? But as I said, life happens and it altered your thinking, it altered your attitude, right? It alt- altered your goals and all of those things. 
And now it's kind of hard for some of you to just, you know, to shift your mindset back into that time when you were a child, when you were a teenager, when you were in your 20s and all of those things. And you think it's totally impossible, right? You don't believe that you have the strength to or the stamina to, you know, to overcome, you know, these issues or these um, problems that you're dealing with. But I'm telling you, my beautiful sister, you are resilient, you have the power within you to overcome anything. As long as God is, is living in you and he's breathing life in you, girl, please, you are more than a conqueror, right? So we're going to be tapping on different levels on different areas of our lives. We're going to talk about the growth, you know, your, your, um, you know, your physical growth as well as your spiritual growth. Because as I said before, way, the way we think Now, we didn't think like that 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. We did not. You know, especially all of the things that we encounter, we experience with different people in different different places, different seasons in our lives. It truly changed our, our way of thinking. It definitely changed our attitude. It definitely changed our behavior. It changed us in a lot of ways that we never, ever had expected, right? Um, and so we're going to talk more about that. We're going to talk a lot about, you know, the attitude because our attitude, you know, is, is, is either going to, you know, bless us is going to, or it's going to stress us, <laughs> you know, um, and not just the attitude in terms of. You know, not just a verbal attitude, but the attitude about us as a woman. How, I mean, how do we see ourselves? Do we, do we see ourselves like we used to think, you know, see ourselves when we were teenagers, you know, back then you want to be a successful model or you want to be a successful, you know, uh, dancer, or you want to be a successful businesswoman. you know, and that was your attitude. You were positive about that, you know, but here it is 20 some years later, your attitude is like, uh, well, that was wishful thinking. It's too late for me now. I don't have what it takes. I've gained 50 pounds since I had my last child, you know, and you know, I'm, I don't, I'm not attractive enough. I'm not smart enough. You know, that's what I'm talking about. As far as the attitude, your attitude, the way how you see yourself, the way how people, you know, see you, your attitude has shifted, right? Right. Uh, and so we're going to talk about that, right? We're also going to be talking about the challenges. Oh my gosh. We face challenges all the time, right? Some challenges we were aware of and some we did not expect, (laughs) you know? Um, And some of those unexpected challenges are the worst because we were not prepared. The ones that we are aware of, we knew exactly what to do, right? But something that was totally unexpected, like maybe a loss of a, of a loved one, you know, your parents, your mom, your husband or whomever, or um, the loss of a job, your, your dream career, your dream job, you know, those type of uh, challenges, it can change you. It can shift you completely, y'all. You know what I mean? And it can put you in a, in a position where you never thought that you would ever encounter right? Some of you are probably still living in that, you know, you're still dealing with that, you know, and it's been over a decade now, but yet you still, you know, based on those uh, challenges and based on the situation, you, you don't have 100% confidence, you know, uh, in relationships or in people or yourself, you know, or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So we're going to talk about that too, man. And we are also going to talk about, you know, uh, overcoming, 
you know, those trials and tribulations, you know, being an overcomer, you know, and that's why I said we have to constantly remind ourselves that we are resilient women. You know, we endured so much. We have encountered so much. We, we dealt with a lot of hits and I don't mean just physical hits, but I mean, we dealt with a lot of blows, you know, um, you know, um, you know, emotional blows, uh, relationship blows, you know, career blows, you know, financial blows, you know, we dealt with some stuff, but yet a lot of us, we have overcome. We have overcome. We didn't think we were going to, you know, survive. We didn't think we were going to make it, but here we are years later, we made it right. So yeah, we're going to tap on each of these areas for the remaining of, you know, the next four weeks, right? So this is learning you one-on-one, one-on-one, one-on-one. Like, you know, go to college, you know, they have like English one-on-one. So that's basically how I have it titled, like learning you one-on-one. And I'm your professor, Professor Jones, uh, Lady Lady T. Oh, Tawanta J, just keep it simple, right? You got to be all cute with it. But you you get what I'm saying, right? You know? Um, and I truly believe this is going to be, you know, a great topic, a great discussion uh, for us. Because like I said, I'm all about really supporting and helping my sisters out here. Because I know I've been there. I've been in that in that situation where I always doubted myself. I didn't believe I have what it takes to be a successful, um, you know, a successful entrepreneur or a successful musician or anything of that matter. I didn't see myself the way how my mom saw me or way how God saw me. I totally was comparing myself with my peers back in the day. I didn't see myself being beautiful or attractive and all of that. Back then in the 80s, it was all about that vanilla bone, baby. That sweet caramel, you know, latte back in the day. I'm just being honest. You know, dark-skinned, uh, you know, complected people, they, you know, we were just not even considered. <laughs> and I'm just being honest because, you know, even to this day, it's still an issue. It's unfortunate. It's sad that that is, that's in our culture you know, but you know, this is what our kids are experiencing. You know, this is what they're looking at. And it's becoming more of a dominant problem now than it was back in the day when I was a teenager. You know, these kids today, they're, they're killing themselves. They're being bullied because of how they look and all of that. I have to say, I did not experience that type of situation when I was in high school, because I'll be honest, no one really teased me as far as my looks or anything. I'm the one that had that insecurity because, you know, I wore glasses back in the day. I'm nearsighted. So of course, you know, back in the day in the seventies and the eighties, you know, glasses was like the bottom of the, of the Coca-Cola bottle, you know, for those who were nearsighted like me, my stigmatism was crazy. <laughs> okay. And so I didn't consider myself to be pretty at all wearing glasses. And even though I had the long, thick black hair and my skin was smooth and pretty of all what they said back in the day, I didn't see myself attractive at all. Cause all I saw was thick glasses and a little chubby kid 
Okay. Yeah, they had a nice voice and all of that stuff, but I didn't see what my mama saw and what, you know, what other people saw at that time. Cause I was looking at other people, my peers, looking at all the pretty girls that had the pretty wavy hair and the pretty vanilla skin tone and the pretty hazel green eyes. If some had hazel green eyes, you know, I just saw pretty pretty girls and I and I I wasn't jealous of them. I just wished I looked like them. So my insecurities was just totally out of whack, you know? And my mom said, "You know what? I'm going to you know, I'm going to uh, you know, send you to uh a beauty school." And back then, you know, it was called Barbizon School of Modeling. And even to this day, they still are active and strong because as a matter of fact, my oldest daughter graduated from them. But in the 80s, my mom put me into that school to teach me about myself, how to love myself. And not even just that, but just teach me about etiquette and how to be classy, how to carry myself as a young lady, how to walk and all about the poise and those kind of things. And I, and to this day, I'm very, very appreciative of what I have learned from that academy. It was absolutely amazing. And even now, when at the time when my daughter was, you know, a student at Barbizon, and I told one of the directors that I am a graduate from Barbizon from back in the day, they were so ecstatic about that. And they take great pride of the, you know, of all the, you know, former students, you know. Um, and as a result of that, you know, she got a discount <laughs> because of me being a graduate from Barbizon. So that's kind of cool. And it, and I didn't, and I didn't expect that to happen. So, but it happened. And I was like, okay. God, thank you. <laughs> you know, but I mean, back then, you know, my mindset was so, it was just so off tilt, you know, off, off filter. It really, really was. Cause I didn't see pretty. I didn't see prettiness in me. I did not. Now, as I, after I had, you know, graduated from Barbizon, it did help me. And I, and I started to lose some weight too. I started to eat a little better and all those things of that nature. And then I started to really like me for who I was. And honestly, I and, and really appreciating uh, the fact that God blessed me with friends that didn't see what I saw in the mirror. They just saw my heart. You know, they saw my heart. They saw my, my gifts. They saw my talent. You know, they loved me for who I was. And, you know, that helped me to start embracing who I was. I was and who I was soon to become, you know, all those things, you know? Um, and so even now, even my adult years, you know, uh, I think about those moments at that time where, you know, I didn't see myself the way God sees, you know, sees me or the way how my mom saw me and even in my adult years, right? Because I was still dealing with the insecurities of my gifts. I was dealing with the insecurities of how I looked and all those things, you know? And of course now being a wife, being married and then, you know, giving birth to two kids and all of those two daughters and all that and how it just shifts your body, how you just, you just don't, you know, you don't look the way you, you, you know, used to and all of that. Cause you know, there's some moms out there that gave, gave birth and six weeks later, they back to the size they were as if they never popped that child out of there, <laughs> out of their, out of their womb, <laughs> whether they had it you know, whether they had it naturally or they had, you know, surgery or whatever, you see the end results of these moms. You like, what the, what, 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 you had a, where did you have the baby? Huh? Where'd you have the baby? <laughs> and, you know, we look at this and we, you know, we get so distressed 
or depressed over that, right? And, you know, we beat ourselves up, you know, because like, well, I can't be like, I can't look like that. You know, I wish I had her body and, you know, and I wish I could, you know, I wish I could, you know, wear her outfits and this, that or whatever, you know. Um, And that's how I was looking at myself from that perspective too. And, And there are other things along with that besides that, you know, my insecurity levels was just shot. And my mom, you know, bless her soul, she was always, always speaking life to me. And she was always reminded me, you know, who I was and that God did not make a mistake, that I am beautiful and all those things. So, and I, and I carry though her words to this day, that's pretty much what really kept me going. Honestly, I had to really start learning more about me and that key word in that, in that sentence, learning more, learning more about me, Right. Um, even through those challenges, even through those hard moments, even through, you know, the, the, the married life and being a mom and all of that stuff, especially being a mom for the first time. I mean, really? And then my mom passed away two months after my young, after my oldest daughter was, was born. I'm like, yo, I need you now, mom. I'm like, why you had to leave? When I, when I'm in this this state of my life was very, very vulnerable and very, you know, very sensitive to me and I don't know what to do. You know what I'm saying? And I know there are so many women out there that's probably experiencing the same thing or similar to that, you know, and you feel lost in the sauce. It's like, I need help. I don't know. You know, my mom knows how, how to do this here. I need her help and she's no longer here or she's just not available to connect with me or what have you. And so I was dealing with all of that. My emotions was totally just it was just all over the place. You know, my attitude shifted because of my emotions being shifted. Right. And the challenges that I was, you know, the challenges I was dealing with that, that caused my emotions to shift that caused my attitude to shift. Right. And I didn't think I was going to be an overcomer. I didn't think I was going to survive that thing, man. I didn't think I was going to survive being in a, in a marriage that was just, you know, that it was not what I had envisioned it to be, you know, uh, I had expected so much, but yet I got disappointed with so much, you know, and that just really just crushed my heart and, you know, his words even, you know, um, accelerated that pain even more, you know, his whole actions and behavior and all of this was not new. I mean, you saw it in the family line, you saw that in his family and you just, you know, and then eventually you start to see it in him and it's like, what, you know, and I'm, I'm keeping it real because I know some of you are probably dealing with the same situation. It may not be your spouse, but it's somebody that you've been with for a long time. And you notice some behaviors about that individual that you didn't really pay attention to prior to you guys, you know, prior to you guys forming a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it, you know, you hear it all the time. Like, well, he never act that way when we were dating. Well, he never was this way when we were courting. But truth be told, he was that way. You just did not pay attention. You saw it, but you really did not allow that thing to meditate in you. You know what I'm saying? Because you got so lost in the sauce with the words, with the, you know, with the romance and with the prettiness of the relationship and all of that. 
that you just got so you fell prey to, you know, to the words and the actions was just so contradicting. You know what I'm saying? And so there's so much that we as women, we have endured. And a lot of that stuff that we endured, we failed to release. We're still, you know, we're, we're live, we are dealing with rotted issues to the point that it's so bad. It's so rotten that it stinks and it has stinking up your, 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 your thinking. It has, uh, stinking your attitude, your emotion stinks, all of that. And I'm, and I'm, and I don't mean to sound gross, but that's pretty much what it is, you know, because all of that stuff is past dead issues. It's decayed. It's, it, it, it's a foulness, right? It's lingering. It's bleeding out in your pores. It's bleeding out in your words, in your actions. And that's why there's so much, you know, confusion, so much, you know, pain, so much unhappiness, you know, so much, you know, misery because of that reason, because of us carrying on the weight of, you know, uh, rotten, stinking issues. Wow. Yeah. Um, but where you are right now, you know, I truly believe, you know, God wants us to realize that we don't have to continue to live this way. We don't have to continue to think those thoughts. We don't have to continue to believe the lies, you know, that the any that the enemy, you know, put before us. We don't have to continue to, you know, be dependent on other people. You know, we don't have to continue to be stuck because that's just a problem for a lot of us. We are stuck. We are stuck in our emotions. We are stuck stuck in, you know, uh in our calling, you know, in our in our purpose. We're stuck in our life. We're stuck. We believe that there is no hope. We believe that there is no way out. We we believe there is no other chance or in all of those things because you messed up, you screwed up, you know, you had an opportunity but you got beside yourself or you thought you had the answers or you thought you you thought you were God. You you like I got this. I know what I'm doing attitude. And as a result of that, now you were in the bottom. Now you broke or you broke in or, you know, now you in a broken relationship, you know, and all these things, you know, this, this, this toxic, you know, issue is, you know, soon, if not already, it's going to, you know, go in your children. You know, if you're, if you got kids, they already seeing this. And as much as we try for some of us try to, uh, you know, be discreet, with our pain and all of that, our kids sense that man. They know what's they know what's going down. They may not be able to verbalize it, you know, one hundred percent, but they know what's up. Cause you know why? Cause they always ask you, "Mommy, you all right? Mommy, you good? Mommy, you don't look happy." But yet we gonna be like, "I'm all right, baby. I'm good." Or you be like, "Girl, mind your business. Go somewhere and sit down." You know what I'm saying? And. And you be, I'm be honest with you, God has blessed those babies because they are the voice box to him. You know, God speaks through those kids just like he speaks through us adults and we are his kids. We are, you know, we are kids to him as well, you know? And so we got to be careful how we just, you know, push our children away 
You know what I mean? We we think that our kids are, you know, it's not smart. But trust me, they are way smarter than some of us grown folk that's been on this earth for 40 plus years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, you don't brush your, your blessings, um, you know, out the door. Don't just bum rush them like that because God can use them and they can just say the simple things that can just change your life forever, Right? So, you know, again, we're going to make this a four-part series, um, and, you know, we're going to talk about, a, you know, a topic, a subtopic each week, and I think this is going to really be uh, a great conversation, a great discussion. I know for me personally, as I said, I'm going through a journey right now, and it's for a purpose and a reason that God is preparing me for. Um, and I'm learning more about myself. I am not the same woman that I was five years ago. I'm not. I could go back and think five years ago where I was mentally and where I was emotionally, and I was a wreck. Mm-hmm. You know, I try to keep it, you know, I try to stay, you know, um, stay calm and, you know, not allow my daughters to, you know, really get consumed by my misery or by me being heartbroken and all of that. But that, that, that was out the door, you know, <laughs> you know, um, I, I doubted myself. I, I was, I was stuck in as well. You know, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to do it. And I just felt so lost and God does not want you to to be lost or confused. He doesn't want you to be in that situation. When you come to that point where you feel lost and confused, that's when you got to immediately cry out to God and say, God, I need your help. I need guidance. I need direction. Mm-hmm. Because if I stand on my own two feet and I start leaning on my own understanding what's left of that anyway, I'm going to be in my grave or I'm going to be in prison. Come on, let's keep it real. Because you you are dealing with so much weight, so much issues, so much hardship that it's go, it, it can really change. It can make you go ballistic. It can make you, you know, go crazy up in this up, up in this place. You know what I'm saying? You see it all the time. You hear it all the time through through the news, through social media. You 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 see it all the time. People go crazy. They shoot up people. They murder suicide issues. All of that stuff. People go, you know, fall prey to drugs and all it's because the weight of the issues is so overwhelming that they don't know how, they don't know what else to do but to kill themselves, but to drug themselves, but to, you know, do some things that they never thought that they were going to do. So my mind said five years ago, whoo, it was, it was, it was not good. You know, it was not good. But I can tell you now, I'm not where I used to be. My thinking is not where it used to be. I, you know, I, I, through that process, man, I started to, you know, you know, see the resilience of who I am. And I also look back on my mom life and all the other women in my life, from my family members to close friends, because they had to raise their children by themselves. They had to endure some things, you know. They had to they had to, you know, start depending on God versus depending on that man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or that husband. You know? They had to get out get up from that dependency and start to be independent, you know, to take care of their child, take care of themselves, right? And they may not have had a whole lot, but they they had enough 
to go out there and to start living their life and not be dependent on anybody. And that's just true. The only person dependent on is God. Because they know that God ain't going to leave them nor forsake them. They know that God is not going to belittle them. They know that God is not going to, you know, call them out their name. They know that God is not going to judge them. They know that God is not going to continue to beat them down, um, you know, with their past and, and all of that. They know God is not going to, to lie to them. So they depend on God because they knew God was there for them through the thick and through the thin and that God was going to supply every need that God's going to cover them and he's going to strengthen them, you know, and while they're laying in green pastures, all of that, you know what I'm saying? So yes, I tell you five years ago, my mindset is not, you know, where it is today, right? My mindset if 10 years ago, if you go back another five years, 10 years ago, good googly moogly, man, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you, okay, it's only by God's grace that I'm still standing, I'm still here, that I'm talking to you today, because child, oh, it would have been a case in a courtroom somewhere, I'm just being honest with you, Man, oh man, oh man. But even through that hardship, even through that moment in my life, yet I was still standing strong, even though I was feeling weak. Wow. I was still trying to, you know, save face, even when I was trying to cover my pain, cover, you know, hide the tears. Could there have been moments that I would cry silent tears? You know, in my closet, in the car, in the shower, or what have you, because I just didn't understand why this was happening to me. And I'm speaking about my marriage. I'm speaking about how things were going down 10 years ago. Oh my gosh. It was scary. It was just, it was unthinkable. I just did not expect that. And and for it to continue to keep going, even after I had pleaded my case, even after I had expressed my, my concern and my hurt and my pain and my frustration, yet it still continued because the person did not, he didn't have no compassion. And that's the problem. You know, people don't have compassion. The people that you're trying to, you know, plead with and beg with and all of that, they don't have compassion in them because they don't know how. They don't know how to be compassionate because unfortunately there was no one in their life that was compassionate towards their needs or towards them as a person, you know? So how can they be compassionate to you when they don't even know how, you know, how compassion feels, right? And, but yet God, God is compassionate and he, he shows his compassion every single day. But a lot of us, we are so wrapped up in our own issues and problems that we overlook that, that we don't acknowledge God's compassion over us. We don't realize that until, until something happens, until something shifts your whole life. And then you start to remember at that moment that yes, God's compassion, God's grace saved me that day, or it helped you no know, God compassion and God grace helped me through this, this horrific ordeal. And then once, you know, things settle down and get back to normal, then you fall back into that same behavior or that person falls back in that same behavior and continue to do what they've been doing 
and it gets worse and it gets worse and it gets worse. And of course it affects the household. It affects the relationship and you want to know why, you know, you're not able to, you know, function properly mentally, you know, because it's just too confusion. People's behaviors can become so confusing, you know, to the point that, you know, that's where that verbal, that no, that's where that mental abuse comes in because you constantly in a battle in your mind, you constantly trying to figure out, well, why is he like this way? One minute he was nice. One minute he was talkative. Now he don't want to talk. Now he's nonchalant. Now he doesn't address my presence and this, that, or whatever. And, and, and it's a constant battle because you're trying to figure out, well, what's up? You know, does he really love me? Does he really care for me? I mean, he said he does, but his actions is totally contradicting of what he said, you know, and, and it is so scary and it puts you in a vulnerable situation that could be deadly, that could be deadly to your spirit, that could be deadly to your, you know, to your, um, to your mental status. It could be deadly in your physical life. All, all, your whole entire being, it's a scary situation, right? And so I know my mindset 10 years ago was in a very, very dire situation. You know, I didn't have that passion. I didn't have that desire. I just wanted out. I just wanted to run. I just wanted to get away. I just wanted to just die. I really did because I just didn't know how to fix it. I didn't know how to how to deal with it. I didn't know what to do. And my mom, she's gone on with the Lord, of course. So there was no way I could call her, you know, and just, you know, vent out to her, you know, and hear her words of wisdom. But thank God for, you know, her sister, my aunt, that I could be able to call her. Thank God I can call my daughter's godmom and talk to her because they both can relate to what I was experiencing. You know, they both can relate to how I was feeling and what I was thinking and, you know, and, you know, and where I was emotionally and all of those things. I had turned down opportunities years ago, you know, because I was just in a, in a emotional and a mental wreck, but yet I was still keeping face yet. I was trying to stand strong and be strong. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was still confused. I was still hurt. I was still sad. I was still just, I was just raw, you know, and the opportunities that was available for me, I, I didn't want to do it. I did not want to take it. I didn't want to, I was just in a hurtful, painful, uh, state at that time of my life. And I know that there are some of you out there that's probably, can truly, you know, raise your hand and say, girl, I know I've been there, done that too, you know, and I pray that you are not there no more. But I know there's some of you that probably are in that situation now in your life at this state, uh, at this state. Um, and you are, you know, sensitive, you know, is everything is just so scary for you. And you just don't understand why this is happening. You understand why, you know, why he's acting the way he's acting and why he's sounding the way he sounds, why he say the things and, you know, and, and, you know, you're trying to, you know, trying to keep a face, you know, trying to be supportive, trying to be understanding, trying to be reasonable, trying to, you know, do all of that, trying to be that good wife, trying to be that good mom, trying to be that good home manager, trying to be all of that, 
you know, and but yet you're still getting beaten by the words and by the by their actions, you know. Um, the actions is just as brutal as the words that come out of the mouths of people. It really, really is. And some people take it very, very personal, and some take it to the point that it 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 just changes your whole. It just changes your whole thinking process, man. And it's and you start doubting yourself. You start doubting your purpose. Yes, you start doubting who you are as a woman. And that's why a lot of women are so stuck. That's why a lot of people, a lot of women are so, um, you know, in this dark space where they say things like, well, there's nothing left for me. There's nothing more of me to give, you know, um, you know, I, I just have to, just, I, I just learn to settle and deal with what is, you know, and all of that. And to me, that's, that's scary. That is scary, you know, because I truly be- believe God did not just put you here on this earth just to settle. No, he has implanted, he has put in you powerful ministries, powerful gifts that can change and impact so many lives. Yeah. Impact your life, you know, personally with your family, with your kids, your spouse, all of that, but not just them, but people outside of that. Right. And of course the enemy will come and steal, kill, destroy your dreams, your hopes, your, your, you know, all of the things that you wanted to do when you were a child, when you were a teenager, you know, he is, you know, he is, you allowing him to come right on in, not just that foot, but the whole entire body of him coming in and just causing all this, you know, catastrophic, you know, disorder in your life, in your home, in your marriage, in your relationship with your kids, with your parents and all of that. And even with yourself, person, as a woman, you disconnected yourself from that true, beautiful, resilient woman in you. Cause you look at yourself and you don't see that beautiful woman. You see disgrace, you see shame, you see embarrassment, you see guilt, you see condemnation, you see pain, you see the scars, you see all of that. Because the people around you, they're still speaking that mess to you, man. They're, they're not changing their behavior, right? And, and, and you're going to continue to, you know, you know, fall attracted to that mess, because there's no one out there that is, you know, speaking totally opposite of that. There's no one out there that's saying, "Girl, you, 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 you are better than this. You, you, you're stronger than this." And granted, maybe there have been somebody that may have said that, but you, you so deeply lost in this, in this situation, you know, that it just didn't affect you at that time. And I know what I'm saying because that's how I was. That's where I was at the time. But thank God for God where he had just pulled me out of that mess, man. And even when he pulled me out, you know, I still had to get cleansed internally because it was a lot of pain there. It was a lot of of, um, scars, a lot of wounds that was not healed. You know what I'm saying? And it took a minute. And And I'm still dealing with some. But I'm thankful that I am not where I was 10 years ago or five years ago. You know what I'm saying? So I'm learning me. I'm learning more about me. You know, I say, God, show me me through your eyes. You know, show me me. 
that I know there's more of me that I don't know that exists right now. I'm only going based on what I know of me now, you know, but I know there's so much more about me that God wants to reveal about me to me, right? So yeah, this is a learning uh, experience about me. Likewise, ladies, you need to take this opportunity and start learning more about you at this season of your life. Because yeah, some of us, there's some ladies that are already elevating, you know, to the next level in their ministry and they're calling all of that. And that is amazing. But yet you still feel stuck. You still feel confused. You still frustrated. You still angry. You still mad. And you like, well, what's the point? What is the point? I thought 2019 was going to be my year. I thought this, I thought January 1st was going to change my life forever and all of those things. And guess what? You have changed and you're still changing. You, you, you know what I'm saying? But we don't think about that. We don't see that because we're so caught off guard with by, you know, uh, by our emotions and, you know, we want things to happen so fast. And I'm telling you, it's not going to happen the way we want it to happen because we haven't matured enough yet. A lot of us want us to be financially wealthy, but baby girl, if you were blessed, if you want $2 million or $200 million, you're going to be broke within the next six months because you wouldn't even know how to, how to discipline yourself with that kind of money. You won't even know how to budget. You won't even know how to invest because you didn't do it now. You didn't do it when you were broke, when you had $2 in your, in your pocketbook, or if you had $200 in your bank account, you still was, you know, trying to figure how to pay your bills. You know what I'm saying? So this is a learning class. You know, God is our teacher. He's teaching us about ourselves. Forget about what's going on outside of that circle of your life. Forget about all of that. God is fully aware of what's going on. God is fully aware of what's going on in your inner circle right now. He's fully aware knowing that you got bills up to the kazoo. He knows that, you know, that you're, you know, you're, you're dealing with the unhappiness in your marriage. He's fully aware of that. God is not, you know, you know, pushing that to the curb and like, okay, that's not important. Everything about you is important to him. Everything about you. He he's concerned about your well-being. He's concerned about you being happy. He wants you to be happy. Every day that God wakes you up, this is the day that the Lord has made. What are we supposed to do? We supposed what? Rejoice. Right? Rejoice and be glad in it. So he expects us to be happy. He expects us to be joyful in spite of what we're going through. But when he sees that we're not, that concerns him. And it hurts him too, because you are his. He loves you and he wants you to learn to trust him. Forget about trusting anybody else. Because you see right now that their behavior, that's what's causing you to be where you are right now. But if you look at God's character, you look at God's behavior, you look how he is, God changes not. His love doesn't change. It doesn't fluctuate like that love that your husband said he has for you or that love like your mama or your daddy said they have for you or like the world. Right? Think about that. Because honestly, they don't know how to love. Because they didn't, they wasn't loved in return themselves. So they only know how to love based on what they were taught. Mm. 
But even with that, they failed to not allow God to teach them how to love. (laughs) I'm just keeping it real. You know what I'm saying? But it's not too late though. It's not too late. And even though we want that individual to really get it, you know, to really have that aha moment, even though we want them to, to realize that, you know what? You need to start realizing that for you. Cause you're going to be waiting it forever. You know what I'm saying? There's this, um, uh, this, uh, mime or not mime, but I don't even, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right, but on social media, especially on Facebook, you know, they post this mime of a skeleton sitting on a bench <laughs> and and it, and a little comment, it says, you know, this is you waiting for your, for your, uh, what was it? Wait, waiting for your true love to come or waiting for something. And, and this is a skeleton. You turn into a skeleton. You waiting for that person to change or you waiting for that person to, you know, to get their act together. You waiting for your prince the night, you know, your prince and, uh, to come, your knight in shining armor to come and all these other things. And it's not guaranteed that's going to happen. So instead of you, you know, waiting, waiting for that person to treat you, and to love you, why don't you learn to treat yourself? Why don't you learn to love you? Why don't you learn to appreciate your own time being with you? Why don't you date yourself? Why don't you treat yourself? Why don't you go shop for yourself? Why don't you go ahead and and travel? I know of someone right now to this day. She posts her, her trips. This woman has been... She's been pretty much all over the world, just about, not completely, but she might as well be. And she goes on these exotic cruises, man, these trips. And I'm not talking about the, you know, the basic cruises like to the Bahamas and to the Caribbeans and stuff. Uh-uh, uh-uh. No, 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 not like that. She goes to Spain, Portugal. This chick goes all over... And she, 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 she's a grown woman. She's a grown woman. She ain't married. She got kids. Her kids are grown, but this woman living her life, baby. You know what I'm saying? She is loving her. Now, was it like that always for her? Maybe 40 plus years ago? I don't know. I don't think it was. She might have been going through some things at her, at that time of her life. But now, girlfriend is living it up like it's golden. You know what I'm saying? And she blesses me. Oh, my God. When I saw her recently, she just posted something. This chick is somewhere. Oh, I forgot where she is. I want to say Brazil, but I think I'm way off the the map. (laughs) But she's somewhere. And I think she's actually with some family friends, I think. But either way, girlfriend posted herself showing her cute little feet on the sand, honey. And with the blue skies and everything, girlfriend is just loving life. I'm like, you better go ahead, girl, and do it. She is so inspirational to me, you know, because she's letting me know. And she's older than me. You know, she's older than me. She's a decade older than me. And she's just, just, just speaking life to me just to let me know, honey... You know what? You can live this life. No matter what you dealt with, no matter what took place in your life, you know what? As long as you're living and breathing, you can enjoy this life. And she's not a millionaire or anything like that. She just went. She just took a, She said, I'm going to enjoy me. I've learned so much about me. 
And now I'm going to reward myself for all what I have endured, all that I have encountered, all that I have overcome. I'm going to enjoy me. I've learned so much about me. I didn't think I was going to survive. I didn't think I was going to make it. I didn't think I was going to be able to support my kids being a divorced wife or this, that, or whatever. I didn't know I was going to be, I didn't know I was going to do this, but look where I am. Look what God has brought me from. And I see that I'm resilient. I'm strong. I'm more confident. I'm more powerful. I'm all of these things that God has already incorporated in me. It took me some 20 some plus years to recognize that, but I thank God I graduated now. Now I'm going to celebrate my life. I'm going to celebrate my life more abundantly. And that's exactly what my girl is doing. And that's what you need to be doing out there today. Some of you probably are doing that, but most of you are not. And I'm speaking to those that are not. I'm speaking to myself, you know? Because we get so lost in the sauce with our issues and our problems and our struggles and what we don't have and what we wish we had. Baby, you can't have what you what you wish for because if you had it, you wouldn't even know how to take care of it. Because when you are abused, you're going to abuse what God puts in your in your face. Because you don't know how to treat it. You don't know how to honor it. You don't know how to appreciate it. Just like the people in your life that's abusing you, they don't know how to appreciate you. They don't know what they have. They don't know. Mm. So we don't want to continue to pass this toxic type of relationship or issues to our children. For those of you who have kids, right? You need to break that, break that, uh, you know, that wall down now. So this course learning you one-on-one for four weeks, we're going to tap into ourselves, man. We're going to talk about it. You know me, I'm going to keep it real with you. Right? Because not only is this going to bless you, but this is blessing me. You know, God is speaking through me to you, but He's also speaking to me as well. And I I could tell you right now that the journey that He's taken me is is getting better and better and better. Does it feel good all the time? No, it's not. There's some things I'm dealing with right now. I go, uh, and like, really, God? Like, there's no negotiation. But God created me to be humorous. You know, I could be silly sometimes and I could be a little humorous, you know. But God is so sweet and he's so kind and so compassionate, so loving and so patient with me, you know, that, you know, he knows I'm going to say it before I even speak it anyway. But, you know, I quickly repent and they all forgive me. I just had to throw it out there, you know, but I understand God. I I, I understand. I, mm-hmm. Yep. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because I got to, you know what? I, <laughs> I'm gaining, I'm gaining weight spiritually eating that humble pie. I'm telling you, right? <laughs> I'm learn, I'm eating that humble pie, baby. I'm telling you, and it ain't easy to eat that thing because there's, you know, there's some times when your flesh just want to overrule it and just want to go ahead and take control. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, and, and that strong dominant, you know, want to knock you upside your head with that iron pot. <laughs> ministry. You know, you just want to come on in at some time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Y'all sisters can't relate. You know what I'm talking about. So I digress on that and God is working with me on that. Mm-hmm. You know, now I'll be honest with you. I'm not the type of person I just explode and just, you know, be totally, you know, um, irate for no apparent reason. No. 
Uh, you know, when I fight, I fight for justice and I fight for fairness and for, you know, you know, for being, and being not so much like being right, but it is right. It is the right cause. It's the right reason. You know what I'm saying? That makes any sense. Right. So that's just my nature. That's just how I am. And I definitely would stand up if you, if you're going to falsely accuse me because you so disillusioned with your own self. <laughs> I'm going to stand up and speak my truth and I'll get up in your face if I have to. Yes, I will. That's just how I am because I ain't no, I ain't nobody's punk. I ain't like that, you know, but even with that being said though, even with that being said, you still got to humble yourself. You still got to present yourself in a way, you know, that it won't become so defensive. It won't become, you know, that tug of war of words and and all of that to the point that it begets, it, it becomes even more dangerous. You know what I'm saying? And God has a way to work that out for you. And the bottom line is we just got to learn to cast it all to him. And that's what I've been doing, y'all. I've been casting a lot of stuff that's going on in my life right now. I'm like, God, you got to take this because... I'm not going to put myself in this situation where I'm going to be so mentally disturbed that I can't even function right. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to go through that. I don't want to experience that. Mm-mm, that's that's a vacation I refuse to take. Come on, somebody. And that's just real talk, you know? I'm learning now to just cast it to him and say, God, you deal with it because you already know what's up. You already know what's going down, you know? I, like right now, my daughter's about to graduate high school. She's getting ready to go to college. She hasn't made a decision yet as to which one she's going to, but she's going to have to make that real soon, right? But whatever school that she plans to go to, you know, first of all, I know that where God has already planned for her to be, that she's going to be safe, that everything is all right, right? But my concern is that I don't want my daughter to go to college already in debt, meaning that she has to borrow money from the, from, you know, for, from financial aid, from the federal government, all of that stuff. She's an honest student, all of that. She has a three, five, three, six or whatever and all of those things. So she's eligible to earn some wonderful scholarships and all those things to get her through this semester. You know what I'm saying? But that is my main concern. No high school or college, you know, student should start college already in debt. And unfortunately, that is the case right now for a lot of students, you know, and I just don't want that to happen for my daughters at all. And, but I said, you know what, God, I'm trusting you. I am trusting you because I know you are able to do exceedingly abundantly above all whatever I ask or ever think, right? So the, I know he can do the impossible. I know he can do the, the and suddenlies. I know God is able to do the supernatural. I know he's able to do that for me, right? Because he doesn't want me to stress. He doesn't want me to cry. He doesn't want me to get overwhelmed. He doesn't want me to get anxious. He doesn't want me to, you know, to struggle like that in my brain, man, and in and, and my mindset and, and, and worry. He does not want that. And if he doesn't want it, I'm not going to, I'm not going to put myself through that. Right. I'm not going to put myself through that. Right. I'm just trusting God 100% that he is going to make a way out of no way where my daughter will be going to college debt free, that she won't have to pay nothing, not a dime. You hear what I'm saying? I'm serious. Even if she gets Pell Grants, you ain't got to pay them back because that money's a gift. Come on, somebody. But I know that God is able to touch the heart of man, honey, and change the trajectory of my daughter's uh, college experience. Not just her, but even my youngest one. You know what I'm saying? So I'm speaking that out in the atmosphere and I still have hope and I still believe that my God can do it. And I know he can, because I truly believe, you know, the other day I was on Instagram 
and I follow, you know, Steve Harvey and I follow uh, his wife, Marjorie Harvey. And she had posted uh, a video uh, where she was, I think she was one of the speakers to an event. And of course, you know, there was some young people there and all of those things. And she was on the podium, um, you know, um, talking to this young girl and, you know, I don't know the whole story of this young girl's situation. Um, but you know, the video, that little snippet was that Marjorie had blessed this young girl that, you know, she told her, my husband and I, we're going to pay for your college education. Come on through now. Come on through. But, you know, that was beautiful. But at the end of that, Marjorie said, and this is so true, she said, this is what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to, you know, you know, pay it forward. We're supposed to, you know, bless our community. We're supposed to, you know, do that. You know what I'm saying? How many wealthy people out here are doing just that? Now, I'm not saying they're not because I know there are some that are, but there are so many more that can do it, that could do it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there are so many people out here that are rich. It's ridiculous how they're getting paid, especially some of these pro pro athletes. They're getting these contracts at like 18, 25, 60 point some million dollars. What? I mean, can you squeeze that in your bank account, bro? You know what I'm saying? Can you squeeze that in there? Do you have any space to add another additional 60 point some million or 80 point million dollars or whatever into your account? Come on, you know, and what are you doing with that? Because, you know, right now you are set for life. Your kids are set for life, right? (laughs) You ain't got to worry about no nothing at this current stage of your life, you know, but what are you doing outside of that? I'm just curious. I'm just curious. And I'm not saying that they're not contributing. They're not you know, in their community, you know, doing the charity and all that stuff. Oh, that's nice. That's cool. But literally, are you really changing a lot of people's lives out there, man? Are you really going ahead and, you know, paying off these kids' college education? You know what I'm saying? I, and I know there are some that are doing it. God, I have seen a few, but I know it could be so much more. You know what I'm saying? Man, oh man. But when I saw that on Instagram, I was so blessed by that. I was so blessed and encouraged at the same time because I'm like, that baby ain't no different than my baby. You know what I'm saying? And if God can bless that baby through Marjorie, then I know God can bless my baby through somebody else. Come on through. Come on through. I don't believe it was just a oops moment. Like, oh, what a coincidence. No, I truly believe God had order my steps for me to see that video footage just to remind me that yes I can do that for you too if you just trust and believe and I that's it I trust and I believe and it's a done deal bottom line period so I hope this blessed you my beautiful sisters I hope this encouraged you get ready for our class it's going to start next Tuesday actually started right now to be truthful and honest about it but we're going to talk for the next four weeks about learning you right And, uh, I hope that, you know, that this truly will, you know, uh, put you in that position where, you know, you already sense in your spirit that there is something going on, but you really can't vocalize it at this point. Maybe this is it. Maybe this is the, the, you know, the, the class, (laughs) if you will, that you need, you know, that, uh, will help you to, you know, start to recognize that, you know, God is doing something mighty good in your life. Right. So we're going to close out with a prayer. 
prayer. Again, thank you guys for continuing to support. I truly, truly appreciate every single one of you who listens to this uh, to this podcast. It really, really means so much to me. It keeps me going. It keeps me thriving and, you know, and keep on, you know, coming up with some great content that really I believe is life changing for for uh for you all. Don't forget to subscribe as well and don't forget to share this uh episode out to some of your sister friends. Podcasting is now becoming a big thing now for a lot of people and uh you have a lot of your friends out there that may listen to some uh podcasts, you know, some episodes or whatever. Have them to come over here and check it out. You know, maybe they'll truly be blessed by what, you know, what they hear. Uh, but definitely continue to support the podcast community, you know, um, and, um, and also support through your comments and all those things. We really, you know, it really means a lot when we hear from you guys. Um, and it just, it just blesses, blesses all of us. So again, thank you again, but I'm going to close with a prayer. And I just want to say, God, thank you for this day. Thank you for allowing us to see this day. Thank you, God, for this platform where I'm able to, you know, um, bless those sisters who are listening. Thank you, God, for, you know, teaching me um, that there is still more of me that you have uh, put in and that it's being birthed out every day. You know, it's not always a big thing, but the little things that we often overlook, you know, uh, we just want to say, God, thank you. Help us to, you know, not to continue to overlook those small things, but to appreciate those little things. It may not seem like a big deal to us, but it definitely is a big deal to somebody else out there, you know, and I'm just grateful and thankful that what I put out here, that people are truly gravitating to it and that they are actually taking that seat and they are, you know, talking to you about what they heard through this platform. Um, so God, I thank you for that. I ask you, God, to the, for those listeners that you know their story, you know where they are, you know where their mindset is, you know how they are physically, where they are emotionally, where they are mentally. And for some of them, some of them are doing okay. Some of them are doing well, but most of them, they're still stuck. They're still confused. They're still hurt. They're still broken and they don't know what more to do. And yet they're trying to stay strong and they're trying to save face and all of those things. But at the end of the day, you know, they're still, you know, wondering, you know, is it worth it all? Is it worth me continue to survive? Is it worth me living? You know, and God, we're going to, I pray that this, uh, this podcast will break that, break that mindset Break that, break that attitude, that negative attitude, and that it will have them to start thinking differently about who they are. Start thinking differently uh, who they should become, you know, based on what you have, based on what you see. Because you created greatness in all of us. You created perfection in all of us. And so each and every one of us, we have something great and we have something beautiful to give, to share to the world. But the enemy continues to present itself, himself and cause distraction and, you know, eventually starts to kill, steal and destroy. That is his purpose to just, you know, to strip away our, our identity, you know, and have us to think that we're nothing. And that we don't have anything to offer. We don't have anything to give. But that is a lie from the enemy. 
right? That is a lie from the enemy. We are unique and we are wonderfully made and that we are precious in God's sight, that we are the apple of his eye and that we are beautiful. We are beautiful to him and that what he created is perfection and that what he has given us is perfected. So we got to continue to believe that and we have to speak it out. Even through those moments when we feel lost and even through those moments when it feels so overwhelming, we have to open up our mouths and speak our truth and remind ourselves, start listening to ourselves that we are more than conquerors, that we are survivors and that we are winners and that we are victorious and that we can handle anything that come our way because God is with us right? He is with us. Who can be against us? God is already in us and he has already set our lives and what he set for us is already perfected. So we give you praise today. We give you glory today and we thank you for this day in Jesus name. Amen.